This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, your pal Dave here at the board all by myself with an end of year best of show. It's been a hell of a year. We finally were able to convince Mike to uh, let us take a few weeks off here at the end of the year. So this is going to be the last show of 2022. I pulled some of my favorite clips of the year in order to present to you the best of 2022. I hope you guys enjoy as much as I did. Also wanted to announce a couple changes for Patreon for 2023. At that $10 level, we're uh, replacing the movie show with a couple of new shows, uh, one of which is going to be Mike's History Corner, where Mike's going to bring us some super cool stories based on his immense knowledge of history. And I'm also going to be adding my own show to the mix, sort of a random wildcard show, focusing on some obscure and very strange occurrences from the past, things that most people probably have never heard of, you know, the kinds of stories that have been lost to the ages. So those two shows, along with the wrestling show, are going to rotate on a monthly basis. So you're going to end up getting four of uh, each of those shows for the year. On top of that, we are going to be replacing the quarterly Zoom happy hour calls with a live Zoom show every quarter. So you'll be able to log in and watch us record an actual episode once a quarter. And if you can't make it, we're going to record and post the video so you can watch it later. So exciting things on tap next year for Necronomapod if you're interested. Head on over to patreon.com slash necronomapod for more info. All right, on to our first clip here. This clip is from the Brandon Lawson show. Uh, It's us discussing why we were not invited to CrimeCon and probably never will be. That's a lot of fucking reviews. Yeah, that's the most I've read in a long time. God damn. What was that one? Gase 1010. That's the young man that's homeschooled and uh, loves the show, but his mom doesn't want him to listen because it's explicit. Yes. Yeah, don't listen to your mom, kid. Listen to the show. <laughs> Censorship in all forms is terrible. Wow, look at him. If there's something that someone doesn't want you to listen to, that just means you need to listen to it, and it's awesome. Going to learn today. If there's any- <laughs> young man, if there's any books your mom doesn't want you to read, read those books. Yeah, that's solid advice. That's my advice to you. If there's any music your mom doesn't want you to listen to, listen to that music. Is that what we are? Are we the shunned podcast by mothers and fathers everywhere? Well, I so. think that. Is that what we've become? That little that crime con thing had, that happened it means we're a shunned podcast, I think. Because we did not get accepted. <laughs> there was a lot of podcasts that got accepted there, like to like the podcast row. That do not appear to have nearly the following that we have. <laughs> I think, hmm. think there's a reason for that. Is it because I said I wanted to fight Nancy Grace, perhaps? <laughs> Could have something. So I'll tell you right that. now, if I see her and I have a chance, I'll punch her in the fucking face. <laughs> that might get us uninvited from crying. Um, I mean, I'm, oh, wait, wait. I'm Let me find my tears here. and um, like my tissue to cry about it. <laughs> 
my video and my Nancy Grace wig. Oh, yeah. I forgot are they, about that. Are they really going through and doing all that research, you think? They might. There's no way. I mean, there's probably somebody that listens to Mom. They probably just Googled Necronomapod just a bit. And then, yeah. But like you have a video where you're fucking wearing a so Nancy if, Grace wig. So it, it wasn't me wanting to punch Nancy Grace. It was Dave after well, all. I didn't th- threaten violence, though. But they're not going to find that on a simple Google search. Well, if you Google us, does Dave's Nancy Grace video come up? No, absolutely not. You got to know that it's Casey Anthony part two. If you want to go look at it oh, on yeah, YouTube. Right. So there's not, so it's just the opening of, that's right. That's right Cause it wasn't a video. It was the opening like introduction of the show. No, okay. it's a, I did a video and I just spliced it onto the, the <laughs> file for YouTube as an intro. Were you holding I mean, a It was plate? the intro to a show. Yeah. It wasn't a special video where you were like, Nancy Grace. Oh, yeah, I just for, put it in front of the Casey Anthony part two. Yeah, I had a pl- plate of tater tots. Yeah. <laughs> Hot mom, and I had a collage. I did my zoom screen as a collage of Casey Anthony pictures. That's all I think about Casey Anthony. Slut. <laughs> Places we will not be in the spring of 2023 Orlando, Florida, for crime time. Yeah, we might just have to go and walk around. Look kind of fun. Uh, I will not go as a jabroni. <laughs> I'm either invited or I know show. Sorry, that's my. Thing. Pass out, pass out koozies though. You guys go pass out koozies. Here, here, I got the idea. We'll we'll just get a vendor table, and when, when we get there, we'll set up like a table, and it'll be like Nancy Grace used panties, <laughs> like two, bu- two bucks two bucks a piece. We'll have a, a whole table of Nancy Grace used panties. See how long I can get away with it. <laughs> Three minutes later, just a video of you guys getting escorted out. We're going to be refunding your vendor fee for a crime con. You guys are no longer welcome in the building. <laughs> They're probably not even going to fucking refund it. Just tell us to leave. It's, yeah, it's probably true. Like, uh, you must leave now. By the way, we're going to confiscate all these panties and we're going to resell them for 15 bucks. <laughs> I'll wear my wig, too, and I'll just sit at the table. <laughs> Full beard. That's right. <laughs> Buy my panties. <laughs> These are the panties yeah. I wore in the Tot Mom video. I can't. I can't imagine why we didn't get accepted there now. Man, really wonder. Oh boy, do yeah. they really not accept like adult themed podcasts there? I don't know. It just seems like if there w- would be a reason, that would probably be it. They could have. They could have turned on any episode. To be honest, <laughs> like in all fairness, <laughs> you may have a point. They got some intern doing research, and she, her eyes are bugging out as she's listening. First thing, I'd probably fuck a golden retriever. She's like, God, delete. Or the Michael Jackson one where you're talking about doing the Michael Jackson voice, where he's using a baby's penis as a pacifier. Oh did I, did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they probably could have heard that. And like, no, we've, come a long, we've come a long way. Well, to be fair, that was an eyewitness account. That's not something I just made up willy nilly. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and back then, we, we assumed no one was listening. So, we didn't Michael Jackson was like late last year. <laughs> no, it was not. Late last year. When was when I did we do no Michael idea. Jackson? A baby penis pacifier. I want to say it was two years ago. It was something it was, about a baby. It was, with it was early. <laughs> I'm going to say it's early 2020. How about that binky, huh? Hmm. I don't remember that one. All right. Next up from uh, Pee Wee Gaskins show, a discussion on uh, how we all thought 
quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem in our lives than it turned out to be. Also, when you guys were kids, did you think quicksand was like a bigger problem than it actually is? Uh, yes. <laughs> and I thought it was terrifying. It was super fucking scary. I was like, how are we not addressing this issue? Right. Like, I, I would think, like, I might just be out for a walk and I would step into this quicksand. And if no one could throw me a rope, I would just sink. But turns out my whole adult life, I've never run into any quicksand anywhere. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I think in reality, too, it takes a really long time yeah, to sink right, in right. quicksand. Like, I was represented in, you know, shows like people just immediately sink below and they're gone. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Why is nobody talking about this? <laughs> it turns out it's not that big of a deal, though. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> it's probably like you stepped on a soft spot of ground. You're like, oh, fuck. Right. And then better, your better foot move. Watch out for that quicksand, guys. All right, up next from the Moore's Murder Part 1 show, a discussion on the always awful pineapple pizza. I like poetry. Big fan. Roses are red. Violets are blue. (laughs) Pineapple on pizza. I'd rather eat poo. Oh! You're going to upset a lot of listeners, pal. It is so disappointing to know like, I assumed our listeners had terrible taste because they listen to this podcast. <laughs> but there are so many of them that love pineapple on pizza. It is enraging. I think it's like a 50-50 thing, right? It's I don't be. know, man. When we did that poll earlier on in our show, like before we had much many listeners, mm-hmm. the pineapple on pizza won handily. I'm afraid mm-hmm. to do another poll. It's such a... Like, I feel like it's going to be 60, 40 pineapple. It's just not a good taste. And that makes me want to punch people. <laughs> How do you have any? Like, I'm not a fan, I guess, in general. So maybe this is where mine stems from. Here's my therapy session. I don't like the whole sweet savory combined thing. No. I either want sweets, which is not often, but occasionally. Or I want savory. I don't want a fucking pineapple on my pizza. Pizza is one of the greatest things our shitty society has ever come up with. Why are you ruining it by putting a fruit on it? Like a sweet fruit on a pizza that's supposed to be savory with meats and cheeses and delicious vegetables. <laughs> Fuck you. If you have Hawaiian pizza as your go-to. I wasn't even thinking about this, but now Dave got me all fired up. It's... It's disgraziazzo. Don't if man. (laughs) That's Italian Mike would say. Italian Mike might be in prison if he. I'd rather lick the the toilet bowl than eat the pineapple (laughs) pizza. I'd rather put my tongue up your diarrhea asshole than eat the the pineapple pizza. I just don't get it. I'd rather uh, <laughs> eat a Casey at the abortion than, than eat a pineapple on a pizza. She takes care of her abortions herself, pal. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for getting me <laughs> hot, pissed off now, people. I'm going to Naples, Italy this week, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's no fucking pineapple on I the pizza. I dare you. I dare you to ask. Should I? Well, I'm in Naples. No, because you're getting <laughs> gutted out back. Well, I'm in, I'm, I'm you're Na- going to be on the next pizza, pal. I'm in Naples, Italy. Can I get a pineapple on my pizza pie? 
Oh! <laughs> Good luck. I look forward to that. Please record it. <laughs> the last evidence we have of Dave existence. <laughs> have you seen this man? He was last seen in Naples, Italy, ordering pineapple on pizza. Probably swimming with the fishes. <laughs> we'll get uh, which one to call it on um, Amanda Berry and Fox 8 News. For missing people. Missing Dave. <laughs> be missing you. Cleveland or Dave. Dave Delapod missing oh. in Naples. <laughs> I would have rather eat that Ariel Castro's a ball sack than have a, a pineapple on my pizza. Amanda Berry, obviously, from the Ariel Castro episode. She now does a missing persons uh, little report every uh, night on our local news. Ah. Dave, Dave will be on it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was something there. Uh, I don't know about that fruit discussion, but uh, tomato sauce is made from a fruit known as the tomato, but that's neither here nor there. All right, next up uh, from the Crop Circle show, we have uh, Mike letting us know about his new hip-hop album that's uh, about to be released. The, uh, I'm going to have a Crop called? Circle picture on the, my album cover for the, my first album coming out next year. What's that going to be called? The Mike Two-Step. <laughs> yeah it's a hip-hop album okay <laughs> it's more like hardcore hip-hop like really? you guys won't be into it oh. too too hard for you guys okay. but yeah so anyways look for that <laughs> i'm really looking forward to it now <laughs> made my whole night here in that like did you get a record deal or you self uh self self doing self, it yeah once you sign you sold out i like to just be my own boss no one's gonna tell me what i can and can't say i have lots to get off my chest <laughs> first song <laughs> fuck you betty let's leave it at that what's your what's your rapper name something like dj honky lips no, just, <laughs> oh mike two stuff mike two stuff oh, that was just the name of the album it's both it's self-titled it's self-titled <laughs> dj honky lips a little bit better well that's my dj <laughs> i'm the rapper i got my dj honky lips MC Mike and DJ Honky Lips. We go on tour. We're called the Cracker Ass Bitches. <laughs> I'd pay to go to that show. Coming to a town near you. <laughs> I have Wu Tang tickets for March. I'm selling them so I can go to your show instead. I don't need well, any I'm, I'm not trying to cause any divides and get into that hip hop beef. You should go to their show. And you know what? Skip it. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to be opening for me next okay. year. We're in talks. We're in talks. Wu Tang's going to open for cracker ass bitches. <laughs> the whole time they can be on stage talking about how these cracker ass bitches are going to come out in a little bit and try to rap. Well, the year's up. I'm still uh, waiting on that cracker ass bitches album. I'm sure, it must have been held up in production somewhere. Hopefully, we see that real soon. All right, next up uh, from the Devil's Den episode, we have Ian relaying the story about when he was on vacation and for some reason people were clapping at the sunset. There you go. And the sky started to black out. And at that point, they realized that this was a giant jet black triangle shaped craft that just kind of expanded in front of them. Are you mildly nervous at this point? Are you starting to freak out? What, what are you? What are you guys thinking? I would be standing there kind of in, in a cautionary stance, kind of on guard. Yeah. Like, hmm, yeah. I mean, yeah, what seems probably, to be happening here? You think it's like, cool. Like, what are you seeing? But right. then like, well, what the fuck's going to happen next? 
I'm already camping. So kind of the hair <laughs> out of my element. <laughs> and the hair in the back of your neck standing up. You're kind of like, hmm. Yeah. This is unusual. Trying to process what mm-hmm. that would what that would be. Mm-hmm. I'd be clapping. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Isn't it great? Give me another bush life, fellas. Isn't it great when we reference jokes that we talk about off air and no one knows what the fuck we're talking about? That's true. We just hate humans and how like they, we have to clap for everything. It's so fucking obnoxious. It's very obnoxious. Ian, you can tell your little quick story about that. I went on a vacation. Uh, there was water where I could see the sunrise and set. And I, every time that I wanted to watch the sunset, I wanted to do a weed and watch it. There was multiple old white people that would clap when the sun fully Ooh, set. We haven't seen that before. <laughs> so this weird. New. And then and Dave brought up how people clap when planes land and you're on the plane. Get the fuck out of here. Or at the movie theater. At the movie theater. Like the people that made this movie aren't here. Who, what are you <laughs> clapping about? It's just so obnoxious. With, with the sun, it's even weirder. Like, what are you clapping for? You what did cl- you expect to happen? Are you clapping for God <laughs> doing it again? Like, for another day? Or what's going it's on? It's a miracle! <laughs> like, I just... Were they genuinely concerned it wasn't going to set this time? What was going... Like, what made them so excited that it happened? <laughs> and what did they think the next morning when it came back up? They probably clapped again. I mean, I don't know. God, we fucking suck. <laughs> they probably thought to themselves, I'm like, glad oh, the aliens thank are God for another out. day. It's like the Neanderthals when they discovered fire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at least they had a reason, though, to be excited, right? Like, you discovered fire. <laughs> Clapping. <laughs> Clapping. Next up, we have a clip from the uh, Ted Bundy Part 1 episode where we first hear about the love child with uh, from Ann Rule and uh, Ted Bundy. Here you go. And Ann Rule would talk about how he would walk her out to at night because they would work really weird hours, you know, like middle yeah. of the night. And when they're walking through the parking lot, he would walk her out to the car and, like, make sure she got in her car. And he'd be like, you need to watch out, Ann. There's, you know, people lurking in dark... Uh, dark parking lot. You never knew who's out here. And wow. I just read the other day. I, I didn't know this, that he had a secret love child with Anne They named it Ja. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do without my baby? Every thug needs a lady. I got to finish for fucking you with your skirt on in the backseat of the Yukon. <laughs> Is that a Ja Roland for real? Yeah, well, that is oh, I, I don't know. I just knew the two lines. I, I love John. John rules awesome. He's yeah. mesmerized with the Shanti. He's got a really good voice. Oh man, like that's great. That deep kind of raspy voice. Yeah, like yeah he's that. got a couple good songs. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's got that cool movie with the uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Which one's that? <laughs> He was in a few movies, he, wasn't he? Like they were in prison and Seagal was undercover. So I forget. It's absolutely ridiculous. I feel like that's a straight to DVD movie, wasn't it? That was straight to DVD. I always liked Ja Rule, though. I gotta finish fucking you with your skirt on. That's a good tune, man, with Ashanti. That's a Ashanti, great song. Ashanti's good. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about her the other day, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happened to Ashanti? We were talking about Ashanti on the show? Oh, no, in our text thread. Oh. <laughs> I missed that one. I got a I got a message from somebody that asked me if we were going to see the Ashanti show like in Williamsburg, Virginia. And I'm like, but we didn't talk about it on the show. No, I don't think I, so. I'm like, so someone just randomly. I love to, you. but no, I don't really live in Virginia. But I'm not making a trip for the Ashanti show. But no, that sounds great. 
I mean, if Ja Rule was opening for her, I'd maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's road trip worthy. I don't know. It's a long drive, though. As much as I like Ashanti, you know. So you guys just happen to be talking about it in a text, and then someone randomly DM'd you asking for going to a Ashanti show. I specifically That's remember creepy. this because I remember she was featured on a song or like some young kid remixed her song. And I was like, oh shit, you guys ever, mm. like whatever happened to Ashanti, you guys remember that? This must have been one of your 7 a.m. conversations where I just, <laughs> yeah, and I was I, like, she's, I, she's, I she's really fucking attractive. Like whatever happened oh, to Ashanti? Yeah. Oh, she's a smoke show. Oh, yeah. 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 What did happen to her? Is she still around? She still. Ja Rule was fucking <laughs> her in the backseat of the Yukon with her skirt on. That's what happened to her. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that was K-Fed and they were never dating. Because didn't he also do the song with the the one chick from uh, Destiny's Child? Not Beyonce, the the other Kelly one. Kelly Rowland? Yeah, right? He's got a J-Lo. He's got a song with J-Lo. That's real good, too. He he, he knew. Ja Rule was the he man, dude. Know, I'm yeah. telling you. It was early 2000s. He's like, you and you and you. Oh, Snoop Dogg wants a song? No. I'm going to do the hot chicks. I'm going to do songs with them. Smart. Absolutely. <laughs> What's love? Him. That's the song. What's love? That's a good Fat tune, Joe man. Ashanti. Yeah. And yeah. Ja Rule. You look the way you feel the way <laughs> you That's the, the J Rule. Uh-huh. That's the, that's the J Lo one. Oh, okay, that one. I like that one. <laughs> What's got, that one called? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, anyways, <laughs> he's got some bangers, Ja Rule, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Now we're going to do fucking Ja Rule. You got to hit up that Ja Rule back catalog, man. Some good stuff there. But it's not even his catalog. It's not his song. Doesn't matter. You got to scroll through everyone else's. Doesn't matter. Comes up in the search. (laughs) It's like Snoop Dogg. You just got to see him featured on everything. Does Ja Rule ever release an album? Ever? Yeah, of course. You say that, but you don't know. (laughs) Oh, I know. It's just—it's everyone else's songs that he puts on an album. The 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 album's called "Featured." Ja Rule featured. Ja Rule's in my hip hop playlist. Let me tell you. I'm not. I I do like him. I'm not trying to shit on him. I just think it's hilarious. (laughs) Although he was he was uh, involved in that whole. uh, (laughs) Oh, that that festival, the fire festival thing. (laughs) Not a good look for Ja Rule. No. Yeah, he kind of fucked up with yeah, that. Yeah, not great. All right, so on page four. Yeah, we got to Ja Rule. <laughs> How did we get to half the things we get to? Ja Rule was Ann Rule and Ted Bundy's love child. That's why. That's how we got her. That joke happened. <laughs> he had been waiting an hour and a half to lay that joke down. Ja Rule. Necro mainstay now. All right, next up, we have a clip from uh, the Raelianism show talking about the Happy Meal Challenge, which uh, still has not been completed, but uh, I think we're going to bring back for 2023. We were talking about it the one day, Dave. I think we should have, uh, maybe a competition, not a competition. I want to see how quick each of us can eat a cheeseburger happy meal from McDonald's (laughs) because it's all going to be under 60 seconds. It's just a matter of, like, can you... can. Like, can you beat your best time if we do it like multiple Six, times? Uh, 20 seconds max. Okay, but that's 60. what I want to see. It's all going to be under a minute. 20. So you think 20 seconds. What's, what is included in there? Uh, like a cheeseburger, a, a little fry or apples you get? Like what? Do I have to eat the so, toy? What what else involved? Here? I mean, I don't think in 20 seconds you're just going to be shoving it all in, right? Whatever goes in, goes in at that point. So and that's then, what she said. And then you are, we're going to have to include probably the drink, too. 
So you like a little small, you can do like a water. You can do a water or a pop okay. or a milk so or whatever. A single cheeseburger, a small fry and a water. And I think a couple of apple <laughs> slices. Or you yeah. can upgrade to more fries, I think. Mm, yeah, you can get double fries or apple slices. I think the fries would be easier to probably quicker to, to chew. I think I could do that in 15 seconds. <laughs> 15 seconds. Yeah. All right. I think we need to just record this and put this on like Patreon. 15 seconds. We could have listeners take bets over under 15 seconds. I can do that in 15 seconds. For Dave to eat. <laughs> And a, drink a single little cheeseburger. At, at yeah, McDonald's. just the happy meal, not a McDouble. Yeah. No, like a, no, no gimmicks. No gimmicks. Just the cheeseburger, the fries. You probably upgrade to like the extra fries, unless you wanted the apples and the drink. No, that's a lot of chewing. We'll do the extra fries. I think so. Easier to just mash up and swallow. Fifteen seconds. Fifty. All right. That seems <laughs> a little quick. Okay. Twenty seconds, probably. Definitely twenty, I, probably fifty. I, I could not. I don't. I can't eat that quick. I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. I think we might need to do this. I'm gonna come in next week with scissor <laughs> and happy meals. <laughs> that's a fucking party. It's looking up, man. Or that's, would that's you a good do? Time would you rather do with chicken nuggets? The smallest is like I think I think a four piece nugget. That's like four yeah. seconds. But that is literally <laughs> one bite. Like you can put all four in one bite. Yeah. Right. I think a cheeseburger would be a little bit more of a challenge. But the cheeseburger is two bites. Right. So, I mean, it's a little <laughs> bit more of a challenge. It's still two bites as opposed to one with the nuggets. I, either one, man. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> either one. All right. The the Dave Happy Meal Challenge. And then, like, listeners can send us videos. If they beat you, they win a prize. Your prize is your heart's going to explode. <laughs> Congratulations. Try <laughs> those medical bills. You won. <laughs> This will be something else we never follow up on, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a good idea right now. We'll do it. I'm in. All right. Well, that's all I have. <laughs> I got nothing else. We literally cannot not talk about junk food. <laughs> yeah. It always goes back to it. This time, we are definitely going to follow through on that Happy Meal Challenge. I swear to you. All right, next up, from the Japanese Urban Legend Show, a discussion on how we should decide who gets to stay and who has to leave heaven. There you go. So it's a zero-sum game for heaven. Yes. Only so many in, only so many out. I like that way better. I don't like this just... uh open-ended oh, before stuff. Before you die, just make your peace with God. And oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, you're, you're in, in heaven. No, nope. sure. you got to be better than me, motherfucker. <laughs> be better than me. That's not unique, right? Like Jehovah's Witnesses, they think 144,000 people only go to heaven, right? So yeah, I never, underst- belief. I never understood that whole... Limited capacity. Yeah. what? If- that's a really specific number that they say. It's in, it's in the Bible somewhere. Yeah. Some There's cults that have used that. it, remember? Yeah. Children of God. Yeah, 144,000. His thing was like that they, they could pray super hard to pray the other people yeah. out what to make if- room. Because it's already got to be a capacity, right? Well, I mean, you know, it's been a lot of people in this planet. One with <laughs> yes. eight billion years. So are you, how are you getting there? It's kind of full already, you know. What what if like every New Year's Day or New Year's Eve even God release like like college football, like his top five hundred <laughs> AP ratings of who's coming to heaven? <laughs> and like if you're one of those top five hundred and you die in the next year, you're likely to get in. And if you're not in that top five hundred, you better do some Hail Marys mm. and pray and, you know, do the Lord's work to try to get in. 
But conversely, are there the bottom 500 listing in heaven, people that are in danger of being supplanted and kicked out of heaven? I think that'd be fantastic. For those top 500? I think that's a fantastic idea. I think we can make a reality TV show out of this. (laughs) Cool Down Media Productions presents... Biggest Heavenly Loser. Are you in heaven? People get out. People get in. There's like a purgatory, but that's like only like maybe... A hundred people, you got you can get in the purgatory like if you're you know in the bubble, or if you're like in concussion protocol, we can't kick you out for that, but we'll put you in purgatory. Yeah. Hey Bob, you fat fucking <laughs> slob. You've been here in heaven for forty thousand years. You done jack shit. <laughs> right, like you suck on the heaven bocce team. Like get the fuck out You've of here. You've done nothing, Bob. you don't contribute, yeah. you sit around and eat bonbons yeah. all day. You're going to hell. You're currently number two <laughs> on the list to be removed from heaven. Mm-hmm. But then, so I guess that's a good point. Do you go to hell then? Where do you go to get removed from heaven? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Do you go to purgatory? Do you, do you, get, go, do you go to heaven hall of fame and mm. you stay there? It's like the old folks home of heaven. Maybe you get reborn and come back to earth. Oh, like forced a, to live life a again. Toad. That's the worst. Like a toad or something. <laughs> is hev- or is hell unlimited? Mm. It must be. Is right? there a cap on hell or no? Where would everyone else go? Then? And the yeah. top 500 worst get buck fucked by Hitler and Satan. <laughs> Is that how it works down there? Like they have their own top well, 500 and, and little Nikki. It was the opposite. The devil went and, and had to go butt fuck Hitler as his daily punishment. Remember little Nikki? Well, I'm sure Hitler's still getting whatever yeah. he has come released to, to evil. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hitler's still going to get what he has, but you know, mm. someone's you know, can the, can the devil do all that? I don't can, know. Can Satan butt fuck 500 people? Everything revolves around logistics, Mike. So that's a, these are good questions. We're just spitballing here. Hmm. We should come up with our list of like the top top twenty five people scheduled to leave heaven next year. Top twenty five scheduled on. to replace them. <laughs> that could be interesting because <laughs> the people in heaven. I mean, hmm. what are we going to base that on? Yeah, if you should be like like is Ernest Angley up there, and we're like, well, no, no. you're number three on who should be removed. No, he's in the bad place. Come on, but that's what I'm saying. Like then, so how do you determine who who is on that list? I mean, because once they're dead and gone, like we don't know what they're doing up there. Well, we first would determine which people would have went to heaven to begin with. Then we can say, well, they're probably pretty lazy, and this is going to really be the hit. biggest hypothetical <laughs> episode we've ever had. And we've talked about some mm, fucked up. It's kind of like we're turning to God at this point. Like we're laying out a criteria of who should have been in heaven. Mm, well, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> who better than us to make such recommendations? <laughs> we just titled the episode "We Are God." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Dale Earnhardt is the guy at Pearly Gates. He's Peter, right? Like he lets you in or out. He's in heaven. Well, do you not see all those bumper stickers and have a three with a halo above it? Like, come on, that's science. Do people that can't drive real good get into heaven, though? I don't know. You trying to say women can't get into heaven? (laughs) Is that what you're trying to say, pal? I think that's what you just said. That's not what I just said. I was making a NASCAR joke. You're making a misogynistic women joke. Based on what you said. (laughs) Mike living dangerously, throwing out comments like that. I don't recommend it. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you ever lost a job? had a bad breakup, or simply just felt stuck in life? Ever wish life came with a user manual, much like our cars or appliances do? Wouldn't that be great? Lost your job? Turn to page 63. Just got dumped? Turn to page 32. Feeling depressed? That'll be on page 104. 
Unfortunately, it's not that simple. However, BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing. So the next time you're feeling stuck, why not check them out? BetterHelp therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, all done online. Therapy can have many benefits, be it learning new coping skills, self-empowerment, dealing with trauma, or even having a clearer mind. Look, everyone deserves to feel their best, and BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. They're the world's largest therapy service and offer all the benefits of in-person therapy, but are more convenient, accessible, and more affordable. After filling out a brief questionnaire, you'll be matched with a therapist, and from there, if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist whenever you'd like. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash necro. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash necro. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next up, we have a discussion from the Copley Woods episode. Ian recounting my uh, his escapades in the back of my car on the way to the Slipknot concert. Here we go. I don't know. People like the aliens, though. We don't do them as often. So this will be a nice one. Yeah, people wanted more. I'm kayfabing because we got the notes two hours ago, so I did not get a chance to read them before this. Yeah, this was a close call episode. It was behind. It's all right. Yeah. I've read them. Good. I can adapt. Not I. <laughs> so I'm going to learn on the fly here. Next time we do something, I'm going to need to like plan ahead for it. Going to Slipknot kind of fucked me up <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> Threw me off. Very specific on his schedule. Ian's yeah, like, see yeah. what happened is I did a thing one time. Yeah. And it threw me off because I had to leave my house. I was out of my house for one night and my whole week is fucked up. <laughs> And this Pretty became nice. a two-parter now because of it somehow. <laughs> Good Slipknot show, though. Fuck yeah. Wage War. Fun. Outstanding. Loved them. Yeah, those dudes were good. In This Moment won me over. You're a big In This Moment fan now. Yeah. I feel like people are hot and cold, just either hot or cold on In This Moment. I didn't love, love it. them or don't. I didn't love it when I, uh, when I listened to it, but then seeing them live, I really enjoyed it. So I gave them a second chance and... Yeah, I don't love it. It's definitely an entertaining live show. The music, you know, you can love or not, but yeah, like there's a like stage the show that's there. It's like Marilyn Manson-esque type, you know, like there's it's a performance they're putting on. Like you could just kind of get hammered and watch it. Yeah. Original plan was that I would drive home. So I got really fucking high, like <laughs> abnormally high for myself because I'm like, I'm going to get really fucked up and then I'll be good to drive home. Dave didn't end up driving, but or Dave ended up driving home anyways, but 
So for in this moment, I was just fucking like in my own little bubble. I was completely quiet. I didn't clap or anything. I was just watching the show, hanging out, just absorbing it all in. It's like, is this real life? <laughs> they had this big fucking light up triangle and shit, a big pentagram. Isn't that like the kid coming out of the anesthesia? <laughs> like, is this real life? <laughs> oh. Am I in a new dimension? And you've listened to them now sober and yeah. still still a fan yeah okay yeah, i just yeah. want to make sure yeah it's grown on me there's a couple other bands that have that's happened with in life yeah where i see them live and i'm like oh maybe i should change my mind on this like justin bieber never seen justin oh. bieber live yeah, sorry wouldn't that be an experience i would go you and thirty thousand screaming young women yeah <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hansen shows up. He just sits right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <doing> <laughs> just you pop, a popcorn casually watching the show, talking to you. So I don't know. That's all I have. You guys got anything uh, you want to touch off or start the show off with? I think was it last week we were talking about driving and we were talking about how Dave brought up how he doesn't stop at stop signs. He just kind of rolls through, does whatever he wants. The last, the last what the week? fuck episode was that? <laughs> it was recent. It all blends together. He just kind of, you know, I don't obey the local traffic laws necessarily. <laughs> like, was this, <laughs> but what episode was that? I don't know. One of them might have been a bonus episode. I think it was a bonus show. Some, like, some people might not be familiar with what we're discussing. Like laws stating that you can't have an open container in a passenger seat. Like, that doesn't apply to me. That's a ridiculous <laughs> law. So Slipknot's the longest I've ever been in a car with him, with him driving. Yeah. Very aggressive driving <laughs> over here. <laughs> My edible kicked in and I was super fucked up sitting in the backseat and he's just like aggressively driving. But we're at a stop sign and there's this little old lady in front of us. It was, she wasn't there that long. She stopped for like maybe five seconds longer. He beeps his horn at her and goes, fuck around on your own time. Don't fuck around on mine. I'm like, God damn. She was at a stop sign for five seconds. No, it was three people at stop sign. The first person went. She wasn't moving. She was doing some activity in her car. I was trying to get downtown, have a few beers before Slipknot. Yeah. And I'm not going to stand for it. You want to do business? Pull off into a lot somewhere. I, I don't disagree. I just I, five seconds, is a long ass time to sit at a stop sign, too. That's what I was saying. If you're on the road. And I'm on the road. That makes it our time, mm -hmm. not just your time. I didn't feel like it was worthy of honking the horn. But <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> you I got, like that. They Fuck around on your own time, not mine. <laughs> they recently put in a roundabout out by us. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. And that threw a kink in everybody. Because they don't know what the fuck to do at a roundabout. But apparently no one knows what a yield sign is. They think it's a stop sign. And or a go sign. There's no in between. Like, they don't yeah, know right, what yield means. Right. But either they don't look at all. And go, at least you're being aggressive. Be more aggressive, in my opinion. <laughs> but, like, these, all, these people creep up to these yield signs. There's a car, like, in sight a quarter of a mile away. They're waiting. <laughs> and I just lay on the horn. I'm like, you just, you don't stop. You just merge in. It's a roundabout, but it only has three entrances and exits and I have a, a full, you know, four way roundabout. They can't figure it out. Yeah, I don't. I grew up in the city. I'm not for this hillbilly driving out here and how <laughs> they drive out here. Fucking go. Don't fuck around in front of me. I'm not going to stand him for it. I will push you out of the way with my Jeep. He's in the back seat sweating like I'm freaking out. man. <laughs> well, then. 
uh, just brew Christie started talking shit on the old lady too. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Like get out and fuck this old lady up. Like, why is everybody so mad about See, it? She knows. <laughs> <laughs> this lady's going to pull out of her car and beat down. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting back. like, what are we doing? <laughs> Trying to get the slip now, bitch. Get out of my way. <laughs> That's great. See what you missed, Mike? Yeah. Big pussy. Staying home. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, all right. That's all I got. Ian's like, yeah, I'm driving every time from now on. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> no, because I'm going to get judged for how I drive. I drive too slow or something. No, I don't. I don't. I think Dave and I drive similar. We don't necessarily judge the person who's driving us. We're just happy to have a DD, I think. Yeah, you drive however you want. If I'm in the back seat, I don't give a fuck. I don't yeah. even. You got a I'd rather not drive. You got a beer in your hand. Yeah, you don't I don't care. care. My only issue is, you know, we're going to downtown Cleveland. That's 45 minute drive. You know, yeah. homie's gonna have to pee before we get halfway there, and then I have to hold it in. So then, like by the time we get downtown, we are in a dire situation, and that's when I need things to hurry up. I have jumped out of the car before in downtown Cleveland, sitting in gridlock, and ran to the nearest <laughs> facility. That's true, he has. <laughs> because when I had to go. I can't hold it no more. And I cannot go in like a car and, and with like people next to me. Like I'm not doing a Gatorade bottle with people around me. I just can't. I'm a nervous peer. Can't happen. I can pee my pants, I think, in a car, <laughs> but I can't pee in a bottle. Like, I can't just willingly let loose. So, yeah, I've seen him run through traffic downtown. <laughs> it has <laughs> a pisser. <laughs> well, Ian, I apologize for. Oh, no. You scarred him, pal. <laughs> He's going to have to go do something nice for an old lady now just to feel better. They have good karma. I forget when there's like people in the car who don't regularly drive with me and they're not accustomed to my aggressive style of maneuvering the vehicle. I was really high though too. I was like overthinking sitting in the back seat because we had to go pick up other people. So I was just chilling in the back and you don't like the back seat. Well, no, because there was no one else in the front seat. So I'm like, I kind of feel like you're chauffeuring me around. Oh. I was like overthinking. Better everything. get used to that pal. That's in your future. What being a stolen chauffeur. Yeah, you'd be a big time podcast star. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. You're chauffeured around. I think that clip speaks for itself. Don't you? All right, moving on from the uh, also from the Moore's part one episode, we have a discussion on Mike's confirmation name. There we go. <laughs> that is I, I know I say a lot of bullshit on this show. 100% truth. I picked Steven as my confirmation name because of Stone Cold Steve no, Austin. No, I believe Mike, you. Mike, no one doubts you. <laughs> yeah, I believe no you. No one listening that. to the show doubts that that you was would, accurate. But you'd be surprised at the amount of people that don't <laughs> think I fucked 10,000 bitches in college. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's a work. You're blurring the lines. <laughs> Sometimes I pull back that fourth wall. <laughs> That's good. Transparency. Hashtag transparency. Hashtag Steven with a V. <laughs> You're not putting PH on my fucking confirmation certificate, father. <laughs> I give him the middle fingers and stubbed his ass. I imagine that it's like uh, when Stone Cold stunned Shane McMahon, like you offer to drink some wine with the priest and then you kick him in the stomach, <laughs> wine shoots out of his mouth and you stun him. 
That's what happened. The visual of eighth grade Mike giving the priest on the altar a stunner is maybe the greatest thing I've ever envisioned in my entire life. Everybody horrified and shocked. I like to think what I did was, yeah, like like he took he took a drink, kicked him in the gut, stunned him. He spit the wine out as he was going. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Shane McMahon style. Is that what it, what it was? Yeah. Is that, okay. <laughs> red, red everywhere. Like not the kick. Like the a stunner. bunch of old old eighty five year old ladies in the front row, like just slow mo getting plastered with red wine across their face. I had my eighth grade buddy in the back with a boombox with Stone Cold's music ready to play as I walked out. <laughs> to the disappointment of everybody in my life. <laughs> He's got his belt, his WWE belt oh, hidden in the altar. He puts it on after he stuns the priest. Yeah, they didn't have those back then. I wish they would have. He probably would have got a belt to the face. Can we do a video like recreate that? In a, I'll do that. You got, you got a Pope you got, out. You got the pope? We can do I that. Do, I yeah. do have that. You just spit wine in a bunch of old ladies in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Steven with a V. <laughs> Somewhere in the Catholic diocese, little Rolodex of who's been confirmed. It has my name and it is with a V. Oh, I've been confirmed. I'm going to heaven, buddy. Yeah. I'll be up there with oh, you. Oh, we're there. Ian's going he, to hell. He's not yeah, being he confirmed. Won't be there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm he a, smokes uh, pot and he's, <laughs> he's going, he's Steubenville. He's going to hell. Well, sure. maybe we won't get in. He eats cold pizza. He smokes weed. He's from Steubenville. He's not going to heaven. At the pearly gates, I'm giving Peter the stunner and Dave's showing up with a beer truck and, down, and we're going to be sent right back down to Ian. We're super Catholics. You're not going up there with us, buddy. <laughs> so get this one back on track, Ian. Good luck. There you have it, Mike and his confirmation name. Who could have guessed, right? Up next, from the South Shields Poltergeist Show, the introduction of Mrs. Hildebrandt. (laughs) (laughs) And there's pictures of uh, Mark was getting, like, scratches down his chest and stuff. Can't fake fake that. (laughs) No one's going to scratch their own chest, so. I saw a lot of uh, hate for this story based on the the text messages and the cell phones like a poltergeist or a ghost wouldn't be able to do something like that i don't understand what the difference between like writing on something you know like a ghost wrote down versus text message like if they're able to control a pen and paper they can Mm -hmm. definitely control a phone right what's the difference i don't think just because it's modern it makes it less credible right that's what it almost seemed like it's like well why isn't that believable? Why can't you believe that a text message is sent versus? I think because well, people think that with technology, you can do more things now. So yeah. like, like Dave was saying, you can get on a website and just have a call, a call from any number show up on your phone. And that's that true. It. So people are more skeptical of it. Hello, Mike. <laughs> this is uh, Mrs. Hildebrand from your bank. Um, <laughs> I get your password and your social security number and you need to transfer some money. Check my phone number. It shows the bank number. Not a hacker spammer. So the record, anybody who's not updating my phone instantly gets sent to voicemail anyway. So I screen every uh, Mike, it's Mrs. Hildebrand again. I need your social security number. I haven't called me back. 
So I, well, why are transfer outgoing to Nigerian prince for a hundred thousand dollars? Oh well, if you're gonna marry a Nigerian prince, Mrs. Hildebrand, <laughs> of course. Take all my money. Uh, hello, Mike, uh, Mrs. Hild, Vice President, Mrs. Hildebrand from the bank. Um, we've heard back from you. The Nigerian each, Niger- time, each time her title gets bigger and right. bigger. Niger- it's still Mrs. Hildebrand. Nigerian Prince, uh, waiting for your hundred thousand dollar transfer. Please call back with your pin authorization number. Next time she's Chief Justice of the local branch. Oh, I'm at Mike. Mike, hello, this is uh, President Hildebrand of the United States of America. I'm looking for your pin number to transfer your whole account to the Nigerian Prince Mufasa. What can you do with that? You can't argue it. You can't argue it, right? Mufasa. He's dipping a lion can. Please. A guy who says he's never watched Disney movies. Please call he me just, back. He just went old school. Hello, Mike. This is the God. I mean, Mrs. Hildebrand. I'm the ruler of the universe. I haven't heard from you. I need your pin number. So there's something to be said about technology. It makes it easier yeah. to hoax this stuff. That's true. Micah. <laughs> I'm wondering if you'll eat my 80-year-old hairy pussy if you won't give me your pin number. This is uh, Mrs. Hildebrand at the bank again. We should have led with that, first of all. Where were you 15 calls ago? I just want you to lap my labia. Boy. (laughs) I know you don't know what a clit is, but if you could just pawn your tongue in my pussy... My vulva be okay. That sounds fantastic. Let's do it. <laughs> five pages of notes that we have made in an hour and a half. Fuck. <laughs> My boss is waiting for you. It's- oh, I'm so brand. I'll be there. I'll see you next week. My stomach hurts. At the usual spot. <laughs> take, your, take your blue chew. If you're nice and you kiss me, I'll let you put it in my asshole. <laughs> How did we get to this? I don't know. What, what did, we went from being a little hoax of poltergeist to some old woman harassing me. Sexually harassing me. Call it courting. It's not harassment. I just want you balls deep in me, Mike. I'll join the club. Again, maybe. Mrs. Hildebrand, call me back. <laughs> From the bank. <laughs> so, so at this point, in I'll s- give you a rim job. Oh, I'll put gosh. my tongue so far up your asshole. Your colon will be happy. Mrs. Hildebrand, you have a bad back. You shouldn't be doing anything like that in any of those positions. You're 84 years old. For God's sake, just that's enough. Tastes like pennies. <laughs> So it was September at this point in the story. Ian's <laughs> like, I don't know where I am. What am I doing with my life? It's a little over a year since this all started. There you have it. Legendary Mrs. Hildebrandt. And finally, rounding things out in this best of show, I have a clip from the uh, aerial school incident uh, describing one of the most often requested uh, piece of information from us. How did the three of us meet? Here you go. Um, 
I've seen or heard that there's been more and more comments and questions about people wanting to know how we all met, which I feel like is the most common question we get asked. Who's asking us? Like bail bondsmen? (laughs) Probably. Well, so I'm, my point is, I think it's time to uh, refresh everybody who, who may not be in the know. Should, who would like to tell the story? Should I tell it? You, one of you guys want to tell it? Well, you guys met first. Mike and I were doing a bid 10 to 15 for armed robbery. And then, <laughs> no, that's not what happened. <laughs> we're gang banging. <laughs> no, literally each other. These gang bangs in the, the cell. We were at the glory hole and Ian brought <laughs> his then girlfriend. <laughs> uh, so Dave and I met. Uh, we used to be direct neighbors like literally lived next to each other that's how we met that's true became friends uh and then ian moved into our neighborhood down the road and we met him uh through our uh you lived right behind our friend jared from just brew coffee right and he introduced you to us at like a a hangout or something like a neighborhood hangout yeah when i met him i for some reason i brought up uh wwe he was like, oh, there's this guy that lives down the road that has <laughs> that loves WWE. He's got some replica belts and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's oh, cool. Replica, pal. I won those Real shoot, shoot competitions. <laughs> Various grappling and fisticuff contests. Who doesn't bring up their love of WWE the first time they meet a new neighbor? <laughs> Look, I, I'll be honest. I usually don't. <laughs> but in this case, I'm glad Ian did. Because yeah. then the first time we hang out, Jared's like, oh, you got to meet this guy. He loves fucking wrestling and, and MMA. And I was, I'm a big MMA fan, too. <laughs> So we introduced us. He's like, oh, you got a coffee company? Do you like wrestling, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ian's like, big whoop. But what are your thoughts on Shawn Michaels tights? What do you think about his match against Mankind at Mind Games in October of 1996? <laughs> September of 1996, excuse me. I apologize to Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels for that era. Uh, so Ian and I met. We became friends and started hanging out quite a bit, watching wrestling, UFCs, drinking beers, you know, getting stuck in snowstorms, raising all kinds of hell. And then I don't, I don't know. How did you guys actually meet? I'm I think sure. I was gone by then. We had moved out. You had had enough of uh, my hillbilliness living next door and all the girls that come and go from my house. Like it's a pimp next door. I can't take all this. Uh... It's only a matter of time before my wife's over there. <laughs> <laughs> I got scared. I left town. <laughs> no, but then we ended up moving back like a, a year later. And then you introduced me to Ian. Like, who's this guy with the hand tattoos, man? What's his deal? <laughs> who's this fucking guy? I think it was at like a UFC thing. Yeah, Mike's house. Yeah. And you're not, I mean, you, you'd be the first to admit you're not outwardly friendly. Uh, no, you I'm meet not. You new people, so yeah. I have too much yeah. to say at first. And I'm like, people usually think I'm an asshole. Because <laughs> you're just a quiet guy. Yeah. And then, you know. I, I'm kidding. I'm not really judgy like that. So I like the hand tattoos there. Right. Well, and then what's funny, what's funny about the dynamic though, is Ian's like a quiet reserve guy, yeah. uh, especially when you're around a group, a big group of people or new people. Mm-hmm. And Dave and I were both very familiar with that whole group. And Dave and I can be very loud and aggressive and vulgar. And That's true. Kind of in your face. So, and you, Dave, when you came to my house for that UFC, you were around everyone you knew. It was yeah. all your old neighbor buddies. Sure. So you're probably being, you know, loud, having fun, you know, talking. And Ian's probably sitting there like, oh, God, I got to get the fuck out of here. I need, <laughs> right, I need to go call my raccoon buddies. I need to rendezvous <laughs> at the Speedway. Um, but so I guess that's how we all met. And then, you know, 
I, I was at Ian's house almost every weekend hanging out. We were, would watch some wrestling or Damn. UFCs, drink some beers. And he was eventually like, hey, I want to start this podcast. Uh, you want to come over and drink some beers and I'll tell you some stories. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then we recruited Dave from there to be the third. Well, we sent it to him to give us his opinion on it. So on the, we recorded one, didn't right, we? Right, the one just that me and you. It was just me and you, yeah. Like, I think you guys need my help here. <laughs> I know what will fix this. <laughs> me. <laughs> I will take 50%. You guys share the other 25, 25. And I will help you make this podcast successful. <laughs> and so that's how it all started. That's it. Three years ago. And then now, Ian, you're still in that, that same neighborhood. Yep. Same crib. Dave and I have both moved to a, Dave and I now live, what, 10 or 11 houses away from each other? Something like that. In our own neighborhood. And, you know, a five minute drive from Ian's house. So yep. that's the story. That's, that's the updated story. That's where story. we're at. Yeah. Somebody marked this down. So if anyone else asks how we met, we can tell them it was the fucking aerial school <laughs> UFOs. I like the glory hole uh, story much better, though. Maybe each time we answer this, we can come up with a whole new thing. <laughs> and just like as a shoot, just tell it straight <laughs> up. Like, being like, well, Dave and Ian, you know, we're at the gas station and both both reached for like the last vape pen or something. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Touched hands. They both realized they were tatted up from wrist to shoulder. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It was a take my breath away moment. So, all right. Well, I hope that answers the question. Good story. Was it? It was all right. Well, <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah, that's the truth. So. Well, there you have it, gang. My picks for the best clips of uh, 2022. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, new patrons, you're going to have to wait until the first show of 2023 for those shout outs. Uh, rest assured, though, we will definitely not miss you. All right, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful holiday, everyone. Thank you so much for your support this year. We'll be back with a new show on January 8th. And it should be a pretty big one. Cheers. Cheers.